Well, welcome everyone. You're listening to A Night at the Roundtable, coming to you live from bbsradio.com, Station One. My name is Caroline Oceana Ryan. I'm an author and channeler, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, energy healer Randy Miller, our Faction Three White Knights, Rama Arjuna and Tara Green, and our panelists, Penny Christofferson and Micah Green. So we want to welcome everyone, and our guest in the second hour will be an amazing spiritual, I want to say guide, a spiritual guide as well as a teacher, and that is William Linville, whom you may have heard of. So we look forward to that. Please do call in if you have a comment or a question for any of the co-hosts or our amazing guest. The numbers to call for Station 1 are 888-627-6008. That's 888-627-6008 or 323-744-4831. That's 323-744-4831. So to start us off today, we're just going to do a short meditation. And then we'll bring our guest on. He's uh, pretty much, I think, on East Coast time. Very brave of him to start a interview this late in the day. But we're very glad that William is here. So let's just take a moment for ourselves where we're breathing in slowly. In through the nose with mouth closed. Maybe see if you can count to 20 slowly and then just release that. Breath through the open mouth with a ha sound, or I tend to breathe out through sort of uh, as if I were breathing out through a straw, a little straw. And that second way of breathing is great for putting you in your parasympathetic nervous system state, slowing the blood pressure levels, bringing those down, coming out of the busyness of the left brain and all the chatter and the to do list. Coming into the heart space, you might want to image yourself in a huge heart. So we're just breathing in slowly through the nose with mouth closed. And when you're ready, breathing out through the open mouth. Or sort of as if you were whistling or breathing out through a straw. Now, as you're going into that quiet calm, Image a beautiful pillar of light pouring down from the higher realms, anchoring you into the earth. It's going all the way into the earth and all the way up into these beautiful stretches of higher dimensions. And of course, they're not in any one particular place, but they are at a particular frequency. So you're still connected to the earth, you and I, but we are also connected to these higher realms somehow. And we may get a little lost some days living in between the beauty of the higher realms, the higher frequencies, and the density of the earth. So let's bring through that light right now. It's going to pour down through us and into this earth, and it's just spreading throughout the earth. Put the earth in a beautiful violet ray, if you would like, or maybe the emerald green ray of healing. If you're not good at imaging, that's all right. Just move your hands to indicate this ray is coming down through me, and then it's filling the entire earth. And we're still keeping our breath just very slow. 
Maybe put a hand in your heart space, the high heart area. And you're calling on your beautiful higher self, your higher levels, and your own, the power of your own soul, and all of these beautiful beings who are in your soul family. And just offer up to them right now as if you were offering up a heavy burden. Whatever it is going on in the earth right now, going on in your community, your country, your culture, your own life, whatever it is, let something come to the forefront right now that just feels really kind of heavy. And I can tell you, if you've been watching the news, there's a lot there. (laughs) So just pick up that heavy burden. Offer it up into this light and all of these beautiful beings who love you so much. Our beautiful sun and solar system, your soul, your soul family, your higher self, all the beautiful beings of the higher realms, they're all sending light to this so that it just completely transmutes into beautiful sparkling light. Ask them to work a miracle in your own heart, mind, or your own conscious or subconscious mind, if you know something there needs healing. And you may be re-experiencing many centuries of density, of upset, sadness, grief, rage, whatever it is, feelings of abandonment, betrayal, etc. You may have felt triggered lately. These energies are very powerful. We just went through an astounding eclipse about, I don't know, 12, 13 days ago. And... Oh, it just knocked me over. Those energies are so high, and now I think we've got a lunar eclipse coming up. So it's unrelenting, this powerful light pouring in. Maybe some part of us can be thankful because it's drawing up everything that needs to be healed, so we don't have to carry it anymore. So again, drawing up something difficult, holding it up in that beautiful pillar of light. I'm watching it turn to pure sparkling bits of light, tiny particles, completely, perfectly transmuted. Now, as you're doing that, be aware you're not only releasing and cleansing your own energies, your own spirit and psyche, you're assisting your whole lineage somehow. It's reaching back and forward in time as well as in the present. And you've lit up the earth in this beautiful ray, whatever color ray, whichever one you've chosen. That light is flowing especially to every part of the earth that is particularly troubled right now. And assists earth on a soul level as she releases thousands of years of toxicity. It's just flowing out into the atmosphere. It gets transmuted to pure sparkling light. And it moves, the earth moves up in frequency. You may get a sense of tonal vibration moving up the scale to a higher note. Wonderful. 
So now you've assisted your own life path. You've assisted the ascension path of the earth and humanity. Everyone on the planet feels this beautiful, special light. So give thanks. Give thanks for your path, whatever it has brought you or shown you. Even in this moment of tumult on the planet. We give thanks, we give thanks, we give thanks. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone. I just want to briefly read a bit from the Law of One. We are all one. When one is helped, all are helped. Therefore, in the name of the I Am, and the I Am means we are one. With all there is, we ask that only that which is for the higher good of all happen now and always. We give thanks it is done. So not it be. All right, wonderful. We will go around and get the energy update in a bit, but let's talk to our wonderful guest first, and I'll just read a bit of his rather amazing background. (laughs) William Linville is the embodied clear conduit of presence and clear creator consciousness who has transcended all of the lower levels of the physical form as well as all of the carnal levels of the physical makeup that came with his embodiment, which he stepped into on a surgery table in 1996. And we'll ask him about that journey. He's here on the planet to assist you to clear out all of your mental, physical, and emotional conflicts and misperceptions that have held you back from fully marrying your higher levels through your lower levels. Working beyond space and time, William is presented with your light realms, as well as you within and throughout all levels of creation. To assist with releasing and dissolving all of the density, debris from misperceptions and conflicts within the mental, emotional, and subtle pain bodies and all that is affecting the physical. He then assists your body to begin to vibrate faster by marrying the higher levels of you, your creator levels, your manifest levels, your light bodies, integrating into this realm through your physicality as you wake up, lighten up, emanate and express within and throughout your world and all of creation as a whole. William Linville teaches no belief system and is not affiliated with any group or organization. William Linville just is. William works with each person, group, or business in their own individual uniqueness, as well as for the highest and best good of all concerned. So welcome, Will. We're glad you're here. And Thank you, Miss Caroline. And thank you for this beautiful opportunity to get to assist, facilitate, and have a blast together. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. And I love that idea of having a blast because... You know, we go through our earth life for the most part feeling like most of it's drudgery or responsibility or very heavy um, tasks to complete. And what am I here for? What's my big life purpose? What do you say to people? Well, if people say to you, I don't think I've ever found my life purpose. How am I supposed to deal with that? Number one, first thing I'll share is... You have one purpose. It's to wake up. And hallelujah, congratulations, you've done that. A second purpose is to embody 
yourself up and as creator waking up within your creation, your own uniqueness, unique facet that you are with your unique frequencies, coloresquenesses, and tones, not mimicking anyone else, anything else. You as the one specific unique facet with your specific unique frequencies, tones, colors, runs of honor, on and on and on of you as that unique facet of creator emanating, embodying, and amplifying. You really take in the heart that Without yourself, creator as a whole would not be whole. And really starting to take the heart, the importance, the magnitude of the importance of who you are and as you are. And now, many dear ones get, unfortunately, very, very, let's just call it um, preoccupied by missions, purposes, and otherwise. but. You know, and how blessed it is and what a beautiful hearts they have for looking for something to put their heart into. But you see, this is where if we're going to look at this, we have to really honor it. Okay, so we go back to your Akashic Breaker realms that was really ingrained within the karmic latticework of the planetary matrix when you were so identified with your soul group, your soul group, your soul family, your family monad of the whole reincarnational principle. Okay, this time, all right, I'm going to play your dad. Okay, you're going to play my mom. Okay, I'm going to play your daughter. You're going to play my son. Okay, I'm going to play the dog, the cat, whatever, whatever. And now we're going to go through this interesting, brilliant unfoldment and you're going to mistreat me or I'm going to mistreat you and we're going to do everything we can possible to make things so intense that at least one of us will pop to wake up in the family monad. Now, that was all literally and factually very accurate, hands down, period, all the way to 87. On the... On the time continuum. Harmonic convergence. Merva was heading for this planet to wreck it for the eighth time. Humanity would wipe itself out again. Start over with, because creator as a whole beingness is calling all of its facets home. No longer getting caught up in the drudgery. No longer being split off. No longer going into all the wash, rinse, repeat cyclical cycles of, you know, sex, power, greed, uh, itself going against itself in all of its multitudes of facets and just not waking up to who you are. So that took place and how blessed we are that the consciousness on the planet had reached a threshold that magnetically with the harmonic convergence, which was technically a magnetic resonance of a measurement that said, wow, the consciousness has risen vibratorily, including the planet, to such a state that now magnetically this whole asteroid belt went to the right 
and it would it was moved out of alignment with this planet solar system to where humanity had got far enough along that it was no longer heading into imploding upon itself for the eighth time you take technology on and on and if you think it's advanced now you should have gone back before the earth was destroyed the seventh time you know because this is like still like kindergarten in so many ways but humanity going beyond uh itself created all these toys to basically implode upon itself which is not going to happen again and then there was the critical mass where enough dear ones had woken up and started to wake up, started to remember, started their own journey, started to walk their walk, embody, integrate within their own path. Not, and I say their own path, skipping the mental, intellectual, analytical, physical, mom, dad, sister, brother, cousin, puppy dog, kitty cat, whatever. They started waking up to their hearts. And that's what I mean by their path skipping spiritual paths, skipping religion paths, skipping Judaism, Hebrewism, Catholicism, Christianity, Buddhism, skipping all the ashrams and waking up to their heart. Because that's where, when you wake up, that's really what you're waking up to. It's not just memorizing Enlightenment 101 all over again and you know, laws of attraction and blah, 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 because that becomes the laws of distraction after a while, because now you're just changing one belief to another belief. They feel different. You experience them different in the body, but you're it's a pathway and a beautiful step in remembering who you are. And then you go outgrow laws of attraction until eventually you get to a you go up vibratorily you reach another threshold another plateau you integrate expand accelerate again integrate and expand and your body is speeding up speeding up starting the whole rebuilding regenerating superseding dissolving the whole genetic makeup all the fractured dna from the double helix strands of dna that have been broken down collapse even through the youth vitality chromosomes that came with the genetic stream because genetics aren't just you know like in the head youth vitality chromosomes they're actually dimensional so now you're superseding overcoming going beyond those as well as now waking up to the rest of your dna going well beyond the double helix strands of dna and youth vitality chromosomes to now you're welcoming up to your universal DNA, which just goes back to that whole a metaphor about 144 strands and where now you're going direct, direct and starting to make way for your light bodies because now your physical body is accelerating, accelerating, rebuilding, regenerating, amplifying, making room for the rest of yourself to come in and to come forth, dissolving all the mental bodies, emotional bodies, pain bodies, subtle bodies, all these segregated, polarized, separate states of yourself to where eventually there's really one body with you emanating exponentially. Does that better clarify that's weird? <laughs> that is so fascinating. Now, we want to explain to the audience that you have an unusual uh, thank you for all that, but you have an unusual view, Will, because you came in remembering 
what most people only know in the higher when they're out of body and in the higher realms. Isn't that right? You came in as a walk-in. Would you say that's accurate? I am so happy and overjoyed that you asked that. <laughs> okay. and the answer to that question is absolutely not. I was okay. <laughs> that dense as a rock, heavier than the Titanic sinking on steroids. Okay. That's why the body was over 425 pounds. So that's where dear ones, they, they perceive I got to get out of jail free card. No, I had more issues with this body, this mind. Uh, I call them the old will that had this package prior, all of his karmic vows, agreements, uh, even to the person he was uh, married to, to the family monad, to being Picked out of church when he was uh, 16 for, actually, no, I think 12 to 14 did getting this fellowship. And he perceived God turned its, its back on him because he was perceiving the elders of the church was a voice of God. And so he went as about as dense as you could go. But he had a very sensitive heart, but he was riddled by guilt. And booted out of his family and monad and everything else that you know all of that stuff that led up to 425 pounds he just didn't get there because he really liked carne asada burritos from roberto he you know was all that stuff he was embodying trying to not feel yeah 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 but then what happened in the surgery table in 1996 well he had been trying for several years to step out of the body, even by his own hand. All right. Doses, drugs, um, living by the living on the edge, you know, pushing every envelope that you could push to step out of the body. Till eventually it came to the gastric bypass surgery. And he knew going into it that he wasn't coming out. That was kind of his game plan. And we had started connecting six months prior. And the deal was he was going to make a full transition with the agreement that I would take on all of his issues, all of his karmic vows, contracts, and agreements, but all of his God issues, all of his issues, Costco record effect from first effect from first separation to now. So when I opened my eyes in on the seventh floor in that hospital, I looked out, I opened my eyes at the most brilliant sunset. It was in San Diego over uh from the hospital window over the West Coast. At over the oceanic realms, and the only thing that was different when I opened my eyes is that I saw his bride, I saw these other dear ones come in, I knew what their names were, I knew what part they played because I had all of his memories. Yes. So, okay, you're the bride. Okay, you're the this. Okay, you're the brother. You're the sister. You're the mom, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had all the memories. But the only thing that was different was there wasn't that connection. 
there wasn't like uh, that energetic. It's like a magnetic connection that you have with all of your family monads, your, your friends, your camaraderies, your children, that close, your animal kingdom, that close bond. It's a literal magnetic stream that connects all to all these dear ones. So like, let's say a roof has got ran over by a car and you weren't there, you didn't see it, you weren't aware of it, but I guarantee you thud, you felt it. It was a magnetic disconnect that you felt you may not have cognitively said oh that was rufus no but you felt that thud just not always clear on where it was coming from all right let me ask are you another soul who was separate from that original william linville or the two of you connected you were separate we're still we yeah we're totally separate all right and i came in to purify his, which is part of the agreement, his Akashic record realms. Now, the difference here is that <clears throat> the Akashic record realms is where, when I look at the soul, the soul, what I call, is the record keeper. That's the part that takes you through the Akashic Record Realms, the soul is where you store all of your Akashic Records. So to go there, you know, he as a present, he as a facet of creator, left the planet. Not he, not his soul. Wow. Because I came in to purify all the baggage in the Akashic Record Realms. Oh, wow. Which the soul, even as we speak, that part for everyone, hence is a harmonic convergence, hence is like there comes in waves, everyone's doing past life regressions and on and on and on. All this past incarnation stuff, funny dreams, say funny like peculiar, all this stuff is coming up because they're purifying their Akashic record realms. To where eventually, and my point here is that the soul level, not you as a presence, not you as consciousness, not you as the facet of creator that you are, but the heavier interlocked soul level that stores all those fragmentations that have been scattered is dissolving. Oh, wow. Not you. You're actually the one that's coming in and dissolving it. Mm. Oh, my word. It's called body, mind, and spirit. You see, you're the spirit or spirit, soul, and form that's clearing out the soul. The soul is the record of everything you've ever experienced in a body on a planet from first separation to now. That's where you're clearing out the archives. And this is happening for everyone, some faster than others. And that all depends just on how much you're fighting it, how much you're holding on. In trying to keep things the way it was. That's um, yeah, go ahead. That is fascinating. Is that one of the things you help people with to help them oh, get totally, totally. And yeah. up speeding up the process and speeding it up, lightening it up, and then bringing it to the forefront to where now it's like. <clears throat> Where you can resolve it, dissolve it, resolve it. But now, 
walking back those soul fragmentations, walking them through, being able to resolve it, dissolve it, so they feel lighter, brighter, less bogged down, and also these fragmentations no longer affecting their current life stream now. Yes. Yeah. Or and also their body principles. Is that the part of the work you do in joining the the lower levels with, with the higher levels, marrying the two? That's one of the many things. Uh, that's one of the many parts that we play with with it. Oh my gosh. Right, in the right. higher realms. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's unraveling it, dissolving it, but then bringing all those misperceptions that were made at those times. Mm-hmm. now into clarity to where all that stuff is still feeding the mental, the subtle, the pain, and the emotional bodies that have still been holding you prisoner, but technically still keeping you separate from yourself. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? That that really is. Now, what comes to mind, Will, when you're saying all that, and again, we're speaking with uh, spiritual guide, if that's okay, if I call you that, uh, Wayne Linville. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Wayne Linville of WilliamLinville.com and um, a fascinating background and a fascinating contribution, I feel, to the earth uh, that he's come in for. But um, what about people whereby, I don't know if they would come out and say it or if you could just see it. But they're basically their energy is speaking to you and saying, you know, I kind of identify with a lot of my trauma. It's kind of who I am. I'm not sure I want to let go of that. Won't there be a big empty space if I do that? You know, that sort of a thing. Now say that again, Twitter. Um, In other words, there are people who so identify with what they've been through. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm a rape survivor. I'm a recovering criminal or whatever. Fill in the blank. Abuser. And they so identify with that and yeah. the recovery process and calling themselves a survivor that they're unconsciously clinging to the trauma that's at the base of the, the issue to begin with. So I'm wondering how you do that, deal I with that. that so much, sometimes yeah. every day. And once again, sometimes it comes in waves, like it seems like everyone and their brother's cousin is struggling with the same issue. And yes, I put it out in front of us. And say, okay, you know, I honor it. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I totally hear you. I understand where you're coming from. Now, I'm not asking you to let go of it. I'm not going to pressure you to let go of it. You know, if that's where you want to be, hey, more power to you. But I'll sit with them side by side. And I'll share with them, you know, you can stay there if that's what you so choose. That is totally up to you. But then I'll share with them. You know, this over here, that over there is also what's also presenting around what can be. So you don't have to have the constant repetition of that. So whenever you so choose, which is up to you, I'm not going to bind it out of you and all that if you're not willing to go there. But if whenever you so choose. This over here is also right here waiting to come into your live stream. So now I'm giving them their power back and showing them the whole picture of what will, not probabilities, possibilities, because to me, that's very ungrounded. 
I'm sharing with them factualities of what will unfold for them when they decide that they're willing and ready for themselves to go beyond it. Mm-hmm. And sure well, enough, you know, that's where I'm also playing with opening the doors for more of their higher levels, their guidance realms, their entourages, their creator consciousness. And their entourages being of their guides, their higher levels, their manifest levels, to start being able to come in and become more involved within their life streams. And there's other times I'll say, okay, great, you know, and you're a great rape survivor, awesome job for, you know, hanging in there, superseding it, overcoming it. Now, there's times where I'll take them behind the shoes of the rapist, depending on how intense it is, depending on how much anger, rage, hatred, blah, blah, blah. And I'll have them look through the rapist's shoes in their eyes. And I'll have them really see, feel, experience where the rapist is coming from, what they're really looking for, and I would say a good 9.9 out of 10 of them, what they're really seeking from the behavior, it's not really about sexuality. It's about wanting that purity that they see in them, trying to recapture it for themselves. My point of going there is to start bringing them into a point of clarity where now that clarity, once again, is another ticket to freedom for the participant. Because now they have the whole picture. Now it starts to dissolve the fear. And then... They start to dissolve the judgment, the anger, the rage. I'm not, by no means am I saying, oh, that's okay that that happened, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not going to rationally just and justify someone taking advantage of another dear one's physicality. That's, there's no excuse for that. I don't care how old, how young, whatever. That's, there's no excuse for that. But the understanding offers freedom and clarity. Mm. Yes. And I'm mostly the freedom for the one that was perpetrated. Yes. Yeah. At that point, you pulled them out of that tight corner that they've been living in, where they were the victim and trying to get past victimhood and said, let's look at this bigger picture. Let's take the whole room. And that is very free. And the tunnel vision starts to open up more and more more and more and they start now to give themselves a chance to see what life is like beyond that identity mm-hmm. fantastic i mean they're uh, going to forget about it well no but it does mean it's no longer controlling them yes yeah 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 well let well well let's look at something that's even broader in terms of human experience. And I do invite my co-host to ask a question because um, this is just fascinating to me. And if anyone would like to call in with a question as well. Um, Carlton's on line one. Oh, <laughs> okay. thank cool. you. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'll ask my question in a moment. Thank you, Randy. <clears throat> Sorry, Carlton, are you still there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, indeed. You've got a question for Will or a comment? Yes. Hi, Carlton. Uh, Will, my thanks for <laughs> What's that? How are you, my good friend? <laughs> uh, it is uh, my delight to meet you. And uh, I... Uh, I greet you with uh, Namaskar, I behold the Christ within you, but um, I think you got more going on than that. Um, I, uh, when, uh, there are times when uh, when we bring guests on, Caroline's brought her fair share, when uh, you can tell right out of the gate, because I did not tune in at the beginning of the show, and uh, just listening, your, your words captive, caught my ear right away. Um, Everything is uh, pure truth and science and love, and not one syllable wasted with what you're sharing with us. So that that uh, that always tells me right away this this is the truth. Now, you're mentioning some things about how you walked into uh, this gentleman's uh, walked in this gentleman, I guess. So I don't know. You're you're saying that. His soul is separate from his spirit, and our souls are separate from our spirit, I think is what you're saying is how someone can get walked into because I'm thinking, okay, you walked in. So where did they go? Right. And, um, when you walk in, you left somewhere too. So I'd appreciate if you could give us a little bit of an idea about, um, what sort of experiences you had prior to this one and, uh, what you see, if I, if I I hope I, you, you didn't say this already, but what you see your mission is, uh, in this moment and uh, throughout eternity. And, um, um, and of course, if you want to lock in on one thing, because I probably asked you three things already. Um, and the other thing is, you know, when we talk about our spirit guides and, uh, you know, our entourage, um, yeah. you know, our galactic family, that kind of thing, well, some, someone like Caroline, for example, um, you know, she had, an ex- had experiences where, uh, she eventually came in in very strong connection, and she's in. Uh, you know, she communes with uh, with with that part of her family quite often. There's many others of us who have no idea what that's about. But then there's folks like me. I know what that's about. I've seen it. I've heard it. And I'm like, well, I keep reaching out to mine, and so far, I do get moments, but nothing consistent. And I sure would like to make it more consistent so I can join them to help elevate the the collective consciousness. Okay, oh, can you help me with any of that, Will? Yeah, absolutely, buddy. You know, Thank so you. Right I'm going to go ahead and hang up and listen, okay? Thanks. Oh, anything you want, man. And thank you for a wonderful question. So, number one, especially with the holidays coming up, I mean, what an awesome opportunity to sit there with all of your relatives, family, friends, loved ones, unloved ones, and everything else. Let's just sit there, take a breath. Let's go ahead, shut your eyes, focus your eyes towards your third eye. And at the beginning, during the meditation from Carolyn's, put your hand on your heart. Let's welcome yourself forward right now, your presence, your divinity. The love, the light, because light is love, love is light. Your creator consciousness or your God consciousness, it's all the same. It's light. It's love. One and the same. 
Now, let's do ourselves a favor for a minute. Let's forget who plays mom, who plays dad, who plays sister, who plays brother. Let's go ahead and just put all of that uh, on the shelf right now. Let's forget who's done what, who's done this, who's done that. Who hasn't done this, who hasn't done that. Let's just put it all on the shelf. Now, as we open our eyes with our hands still on our heart, let's make it our new mission, our new goal. Let's even keep our eyes out of focus for a moment. Just letting the eyes be out of focus, looking over the shoulders or over the head of whoever's sitting across from you. Let's just hold our eyes out of focus until we start to see. The eyes will go a little bit wobbly. Their form's going to look a little bit blurry. But what we're going for right now is to start seeing their true presence, not about what they look like, not about what they say, not about how they want you to see them, not about their Action words or deeds, not about what part they played, not about your experience with them, just right here, right now. Just to really focus in on their presence right now. Right, eventually, right through their heart, the light, the consciousness that is literally animating their body animating their mind, animating, even giving the soul life, giving it the Akashic Bradford realms life. They have all their stuff. They have all their identities on and on. But let's right now, none of that matters. Let's really make it our goal right now. Our number one mission purpose, just to really see and experience right now, the creator consciousness that they are. Now, with your hand on your heart, let's just emanate through your heart. Let's even emanate into their heart. And the cool thing is, is right here, right now, love begets love. Light begets light. So let's skip the whole idea that you need someone's permission to love them. Let's just be that love for everyone here right now. Let's be that light. Doesn't matter what they say. Doesn't matter what they do. They're still creator expressing through incarnate. They're still creator consciousness. Regardless of their hang-ups, issues, culture, color, creed, genders, let's skip all that. That's all superficial nonsense. Let's really make it our goal to see who they really are. Beyond all that other stuff. This is where, for yourself, it's going to be magical, amplified, and they can scowl at you. They can do whatever they want. But the part I love here is that you're unaffected. You're untainted. You're giving yourself to honor, love them, have reverence for them regardless. Now, 
for my journey from a serious constellation going beyond the serious constellation through creator consciousness and going from Sirius to Orion to Pleiades on my journey here. Never picking up a form, just going from constellation to constellation to experience, express, because in these other planetary realms, your bodies are more energetic bodies. You don't really have a a physical form. Humanity is the highest on the chain because you have corpuscles of touch. You have the ability to contemplate, the ability to process, the ability to feel, the ability to problem solve, the ability to create. On these other planetary constellations, you operate like matter of fact. You go onto these off-planet crafts. You don't sit there and you don't have a map. You don't have measurements of this, that, and the other. Everything's telepathic to where you send a picture. If I want to go from Pleiades to the other side of Neptune... I just send a message to the equipment from here to there. I just send basically the template of being there uh, where I want to go. The craft takes care of the rest. All of it is consciousness. It's not linear. And then within less than a fraction of a fraction of a nanosecond, bam, you're there. because. The linear time continuum only exists in the physical and on the in the physical mind set. So when you step out of the ideal of linear space and time, you're going to be amazed at how much more you're experiencing you now. There's a big wake-up call about living the now on and on, but I want to be clear, you even outgrow that. Living in the now is great, but now let's take living in the now beyond the mind. <clears throat> now let's be in your presence right here, right now. Where there's not one thought, another thought, another thought, another thought, another to do, another to do, another to do, another supposed to, ought to do, must do, should do, got to do, or else. Let's just be right here, right now. The only thing that right here, right now is real is this room, the light, the computer, my body, because I can see it. I can experience it. I can touch the computer. I can touch the camera. Anything outside of this room, that's all from the memory banks and assumption. I cannot prove that the outside's real anymore. So right now, Let's just take a breath. <sighs> I can assume there's a bathroom, but I can't see it. So therefore, I cannot prove that it's real. And what we're doing right now is we're welcoming back all your energy, all your power, all the soul fragmentations, the cost code and record effect of it back to yourself right here, right now, cleared and purified. And now unmanifesting all the other manifestations that you've created by default to where now we're bringing it right back to right here right now to where now 
you can create on purpose with purpose rather than by default from the subconscious. Is that awesome? <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I was muted. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, William. Um, and when, when Carlton asks, you know, is your spirit, your earth consciousness, maybe that means, I don't know, people mean different things by spirit, but he asks, is your spirit separate from your soul? I thought that was kind of interesting. How does that come into all this? And then we've got Candace on line two, if she's still there. <laughs> if we're going to call it spirit, I would say your consciousness, your presence. Okay. Because that's what is giving you the ability to use the mind, to use the body. It's your consciousness that started up the heart to be the nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system, autonomic nervous system, uh, central nervous system, on and on. To where you hit the on switch, you as creator, as consciousness right here, right now. Now, it's where that's you right here, right now, in this body, on this planet, but ideally without tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. I'm a male, I'm a female, I'm a male, so that means blah, 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 I'm a female, that means, what about for a minute? It just means that's the plumbing your body came with. Mm -hmm. Everything else for enjoyment, exploration. Mm -hmm. Just giving yourself a chance with that. Excellent. Wonderful. Uh, I don't know if Candace is still on the line. Dawn, is Candace still there? Yeah. yeah, I'm still here. Oh, wonderful, Candace. Did you have a question or comment for Will? I do. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Will. Oh. How are you? I am awesome, Candace. How are you, gorgeous? <laughs> I'm just fine and dandy. Super wonderful awesome. to be alive. And I do have a question. I was in Greece uh, most recently with the Stargate, working with Arcturians and Pleiadians and Venusians and bringing peace on Earth and all that fun stuff. It was amazing. And since I've been back to Arizona, I wake up and I feel like my living moments are always in happy anticipation of something. And I can wrap my mind around, like, the logic of like earth, like, okay, what is it? What do I have to be happy? Like what's coming? Just, but it's that feeling of ever present. Like I'm expecting to see puppies and birthday cake, like around every corner. And um, I get to work and there's no puppies and birthday cake, but I'm just wondering if you know, like in the field, what is happening? What am I, um, what am I experiencing and like to expect? Yeah, number one. Things, but like, oh, oh, what's that, sweetheart? Oh no, go ahead. You're fine. No, what you're what you're experiencing is it's like a child waking up all night, Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. You're waking up out of you know there's gifts there. You know they're under the tree. You know the obese fellow in the red suits come in, and it's like. 
you know everything is unfolding and unfolding and unfolding coming into your life stream. You're also waking up your crater struggle vortex, your heart struggle vortex, purifying, divinitizing your solar plexus, all your diaphragm, parasympathetic, nervous system, sympathetic nervous system. You're also transcending the solar plexus, all the carnal levels, bringing it all the way through your heart, bringing your heart all the way down through that, all the way up through your throat, your third eye, and the pineal pituitary gland, the frontal lobe of the brain, midbrain, back of the brain, the right left side of the brain, through your crown. And you're opening up as your whole vehicle, your whole vessel as an amplifier, but yet also a radiant instrument of divinity and a conduit of more and more of yourself with yourself and as yourself. And you're starting to let yourself become more and more receptive without living in a third, fourth dimension anymore, where you're waiting for the sluggishness, you're waiting for the job to catch up, get around to it, you're waiting for co-workers, you're waiting for birthday cake and puppy dogs and all that fun stuff. Right now, you're welcoming in, and you're also experienced the embody, embodiment of more of your divine feminine levels waking up, radiating, but not polarized divine feminine. It's like the divine feminine, divine masculine merging and spiraling like a double helix strand of DNA, but then neutralizing to where now we don't have the duality polarity anymore. We have a full, complete embodiment of you and then opening up, expanding exponentially, but also where you're transcending, superseding all these colorful hijinks, mass collective thought forms, perceptions, identifications from yourself, even from the sub-psyche level right now, where you have two opposing perceptions. I'm good enough, I'm not good enough, or I am good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm lovable, not lovable, and but I deserve, I don't deserve, more than I'll You have all these levels that are collapsing within you as you're coming up right through the middle and you're bringing in the rest of yourself and now letting all these other condensified, densified perceptional realities and encodements of consciousness that at one time you took and you bought into like to be the reality of yourself. That now you're saying, oh, hey, man, you've been great and wonderful. Namaste. Have a blast. And now ah, coming in, coming through as you, as much more of a clearer conduit, but now where you're not underneath the radar, you're not underneath, it's kind of like being awake in a costume, you're dropping the costumes, you're being awake, becoming more awake, embodying, downloading, integrating, and expanding without all these day-to-day pretenses. Yeah. You're coming down to reality. The true self? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're feeling? Thank you so much. What was that question for me? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Candice. And um, I think Randy has a question, and then I have one last question. We'll have to let William go because it's rather late where he is. But Randy, go ahead, ask your question. Thank you, Caroline. Mm -hmm. On about the night of the 21st or the 22nd, William, I had a 
a being visit me for healing. What I'd like to know is, how is he doing? Was the healing successful? Yes, it was. And the being is still regenerating, still in a state of integrating. It's integrating, embodying, accelerating, dumping, and dumping and resolving all the barriers to blockages through the bodies, the veins, venules, the arteries, including the soul level. And really going through a lot of light bulbs coming on, a lot of realizations coming in and coming through. And still kind of uh, on a threshold of washing their hands of an old energy, an old paradigm, and now letting themselves start to happen and welcoming in more and more of a new beginning. So when I look at it, it looks like going through the full reincarnational principle, but without dropping the body, but moving into a new beginning through that body. Because he's not from this dimension, he's from another one than this. Absolutely. We we had an interaction at the time of the woolly mammoths. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's like the reason I asked is because I was not conscious, aware at all of the visit till later. Yeah, exactly. And the dear one still this is a great example, Randy, how it's coming out of an old uh an old paradigm, an old energy, an old archaic energy. And the dear one, you know, this is where dimensionality is fun as well. How, like even when I'm talking about soul fragmentations, you know, you're just as much there uh, as you are here. So you're welcoming back these soul fragmentations cleared and purified to where now... We're opening up, we're animating, we're integrating and embodying, but now no longer being affected by those other realms, even with the woolly mammoth and with this other dear one. It's like they're coming out of like the old, heavier, archaicness, veins, venules, arteries, uh, solar plexus, diaphragm, and all these lower levels. In coming into the iridescence of the openness, vitality, and now the emanation of themselves and the receptivity of themselves to allow themselves to fully come in, come through, and emanate, animate, and move into a whole new paradigm and new energy. Absolute transformation and trans-regeneration. Oh, absolutely, buddy. Okay, thank you very much. You answered a lot of questions. Hey, bring it on, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you so much, Will. We just have a quick question from our friend Micah, who's on our panel. Uh, His friend Larry Lavin passed a few weeks ago. He's curious to know how Larry is doing, if you get any images there. He might still be in transition. I don't know if that affects what you can see. Yeah, it does look like, uh, yeah, Larry, 
he's beyond his life reviews. Mm-hmm. He is getting ready to, he made a full transition. What that means is that he went through the mass collective, the uh, astroplanes, in through the transcended the carnal levels, went through his life reviews, went through all the soul level uh, dissolvement, through, went through the halls of honor, made a full transition into his creator consciousness and the particles of light in which he is picked up the rest of his, you know, rungs of honor, which are frequencies and tones and color-esquenesses. And when I tune into him right now, he looks very, uh, very lavender, gold, some silver particles, and some emerald within his presence. As well beautiful. as beautiful. Absolutely very Well, and does intend from what he's sharing right now to pick up another form on this planet. It looks still looks like a male form. He wants to come in in a, in a whole new life or come in as a walk-in or, or into, you know, start to an infant. And uh, okay. right now he's presenting more uh, two places, European and or somewhere in Milwaukee. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a cool reading. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Will. Um, Mike, I hope that that gives you some comfort to know that Larry is uh, busily at work, um, still following his beautiful path, still still moving forward. And really, and, wanting to, it looks like really wanting to work with the animals. Oh, excellent. Your animals, like tigers and stuff like that. Oh, fantastic. Um, he leaves a wife, Diane, behind. Yeah. Do you feel like he could offer a message for her or his widow? Yes, that he loves her, he adores her, and she will continue to smell his fragrance and himself around the home. And when she has time, to sit back, take a breath, to welcome him closer to her. She'll feel his warmth around her shoulders. Because he stands there with her hands uh, on her shoulders, kind of like a warm, supportive blanket around her to have, for her to have no worries, no concerns that is there to still support her, but to love her more than he could when he was in a body due to his uh, his own constraints. But his only changed form, although he's made a full transition, there's still that facet of him just as much there around her, around the home, by the bed, in the kitchen. And it looks like in the sitting area, like the living room kind of area where they 
like kind of like a reading room kind of thing where they're still very much connected. And mm-hmm. for her, you know, once again, to close her eyes, focus her eyes towards her third eye or cross-eyed downwardly, preferably the third eye, it just gets the mind out of the way. Like the conscious mind, it gets the emotions out of the way to where he she can actually feel him more and more. And, you know, to go with what she's getting to not doubt herself so much and not doubt him so much. And there's times she'll be walking around and she'll get a whiff of him. That's him attempting to share with her to bring her comfort that he's still there. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much. I've had loved ones connect with me. That way. And it's a great, great comfort. Did thank you, you want so to say anything yeah, I just wanted to say thank you so much, William. I really appreciate that. And I'm going to share that with Diane as well. Thank you very, very much. We send our love and uh, support. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Always, always, buddy. Wonderful. So um, my last question, Will, before we let you go for the evening, we so appreciate uh, everything you've given us today. Um, uh, you know, this this horrible conflict going on uh, where it looks like there's uh, the U.S. and Israel pushing for the annihilation, utter annihilation of the Palestinian people. We're seeing these horrible news images. I try hard not to watch the news. I'm highly empathic, but it's hard to avoid the reality of, you know, several thousand children gone, for instance. None of them were members of anything uh, extreme or militant. They don't, quote, deserve to die. Uh, or their mothers. And uh, what would your word be to empaths, to light workers, to people who are just sensitive to what's going on in that part of the world? We want to contribute something positive when we think of them, not add to the trauma. So what do we do with that? Because we are empathic people. Yeah. And, you know, I've been really tuning into it a lot. And the best gift we can give is tuning in to both sides. And there's already a vortex there. Um, It's a vortex that is assisting dear ones uh, that do and are stepping out of the physical. They are being walked home by the angelic, archangelic, and ascended host realms. And where the conflict's concerned, I would put... That whole template, the whole continent, the whole country, both sides in the palm of your hand. And put your other hand over it. Welcome in the highest vibratory level in frequency of light in frequencies and megahertz. For their highest and best good and for the highest and best good of all concern. You can put the whole planet there if you wish. And now let's go ahead and send all that light beingness with the intention of resolving and dissolving this whole old paradigmal religious battle that's been going on forever about who's God's bigger than who's God and blah, blah, blah. 
it's so over, it's so done. And now I want you to look at both sides as with clarity. As you look at both sides with clarity right now, as a light worker, you know, as a clear and perfect channel, a clear and perfect conduit of divine love and truth. Let's welcome it in, welcome it forth. Let's not have an opinion. Let's not be biased. They're all creator expressing through carnate. Now, let's light them up with the direction of resolvement and dissolvement. <laughs> to where we're lighting their minds, their bodies, their auras up with their higher levels coming in to fully incarnate within them, speak to them, steer them, and journey them, no longer tunnel vision, no longer wash, rinse, repeat, repeating all of the voices in their head spaces from their ancestors. And all this hatred and despisement when individually they really don't even feel that way. They're just jumped on the hand, the bandwagon of what they were told to feel. And with the intention of everyone waking up on both sides, U.S. included, to walk their own walk rather than picking up arms, it's more about giving each other a, a hug and say, hey, how best can we create now? And how do we really feel now rather than what our fathers, grandfathers and fathers, fathers, mothers, cousins, whatever has said to feel with the intention of waking up to their heart. And the last part here is that we're, we all become aware with any of these situations, <laughs> every dear ones, man, men, women, children, animals, birds, as a soul, as their higher levels, as a consciousness, you know, as a whole, each and every one of these dear ones on this planet before they came into the body everyone has been given a heads up now even adults children they come in for a reason a season or a lifetime so when we watch children leave the planet when we watch their mothers when we watch for some animals I want you to step back for a moment and ask yourself, not about victim victimizer. Let's ask yourself, what was the gift that these dear ones were offering? And I wonder what a major impact they have made as they decided to come in for that time that they came in. And then they decided to step out and made a, make a full transition. I wonder how much light they brought to the planet. I wonder how many mothers have opened their heart to spread that love, even through the joy of their children, to their partners. How many lives were affected via the light the, and the love, the open-heartedness of all these pure beings 
doing exactly what they were coming to do and then making a full transition. So for a moment, if we could step beyond the tunnel vision, if we could step beyond empathy and sympathy for a moment, take a breath and have reverence for that over there is creator knowing what creator is doing expressing incarnate and could have could have came into a body anywhere else on the planet but came into a body in that area for a specific reason season or a lifetime and namaste beautiful thank you so much this is the sort of reminder and beautiful sort of heart-centered reply and a higher perspective i think that we really need now so thank you so Car- much will caroline just a one yes randy go ahead i'd like everyone to know that the energy released when the soul leaves the body from physical to spiritual whatever i like to call it is the equivalent of 18 Hiroshima bombs. That's the energy released into the plasmatic universal air everywhere in the earth and the energy when the soul leaves the body. So if you take a look at the aspect of what William has just said, you can imagine the energy that these souls have released. What kind of energy also did they bring in with them to release even more? Yes. And then we look at the long-term impact that is shaking up that whole template of the planet to where this sort of behavior is no longer allowed. Wow. Excellent. I have thought of that. Yes, that would be an astounding, absolutely phenomenal development. And we can hold that in our hearts as real and happening. That's how we can do this. As a whole, all this stuff is coming up to be exposed, to be now redecided that, you know, it's happening all over, just in different waves, once again, of exposure. None of it's new. It's just now being exposed for all of brother humanity to say enough. Yeah, yeah, perfect. And I do feel the mass is coming to that on many levels. Oh, Thank oh. you so much for being here, Will. We so appreciate it. Um so I don't know, Ramantara, if you had any comments or anything, but uh, otherwise we'll say thank you and good evening to Will with much love. And I hope that you'll come back. I am. Be with whatever you will have me on, more than willing. So thank you oh. so much. William, oh. William, William. Sweetheart. This is Tara. <laughs> I just want to say you just wrapped the whole thing up. Nasara now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, sweetheart. You're welcome. You came in here to do something really important. This is this whole gathering we've been doing. How many years have we been doing this, Caroline? <laughs> oh, golly. I don't, this particular show, at least five years, but Stargate before that. I mean, um, yeah. What an awesome show. So great job to you guys, our ladies. <laughs> yes. But the point is, is that um, the planet, is ascending right yeah, big time. and yeah. every one of us uh and we're going to read our read rama's going to read the readings for this week and it's like paralleled everything you said tonight in the sense that mother earth is ascending what are you all dwelling on here what's yeah. going on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
and, and, and the enactment of Nassar to the world, uh, it brings a, a new template for ascension to the world. Fifth dimension and higher. Are we going? Oh, are beyond. We- Yum. Yes. 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 Thank you, William. Thank you for being with us tonight. So everyone stepped out of kindergarten, and now we're going to graduate school. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good All right, you'll have to go back, William. We love you. Love you, and thank you so much. It's been an honor and a pleasure, and we'll hopefully see you soon. Thank you, William. Thank you so much. Much love to you. Much love. Thank you. And gratitude to you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant to have William on. And so a huge thanks to him and, and many blessings to him. So, all right, let's go forth. I know that we have gone over a wee bit with that section of the show, but I felt that it was really important that we'll offer his viewpoint on these intense issues and so glad he's able to help a few individuals as well but let's real pain what's that our cat tigger is sitting in front of the screen looking at you (laughs) (laughs) hi tigger (laughs) yes Let's um let's I don't know if Tigger has an energy update, but maybe some of all of you will. My energy update is that uh I feel more alive despite the exhaustion. So something's going on. <laughs> I feel in some ways more vibrant and more thankful at the same time uh that we're all sort of empathically dealing with that loss, the losses on the other side of the world in the Middle East. And yet what William says uh, is all about respecting someone's path that everyone comes in, choosing to be born in a particular place. And of course, it doesn't make it okay, the violence that's happening, but we can respect the path of those who are involved, whichever side. And uh, I struggle to accept what our own country here in the U.S. is doing in in that respect regarding that conflict. Um, but um, that's just something I'll work on. So um, I don't know. Penny, would you like to give an energy update? That's my energy update. I'm a bit confused. <laughs> it's an interesting mix. Um, yes, I'd like to say that I woke up this morning feeling much more alert and much happier than I felt for several for a while, I can't even begin to say when. Uh, so, uh, even in spite spite of everything that's happened today, that I just feel a lot better. I don't know what's done it, but uh, it's it's. I really, uh, um, I'm happy about it too. So Wonderful. that'll do for now. Lot I could either okay. talk a lot or talk a little. So today I just talk a little. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's fine. That's a perfect contribution, Penny. Thank you so and much. And I'll I'll leave my song to say the rest. Okay. All right. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. Thank you. And um, I don't know, Micah, do, do you want to give us any kind of energy update? Thanks, Caroline. And greetings to all of our listeners from around the planet and throughout the cosmos. Um, not too, too much to report today, but um, just wanting to... Th- send uh, a lot of love and compassion to the uh, situation in Israel right now. And um, there's so much going on behind the scenes that uh, I feel like it's just going to 
come to a, a boiling point and it's, we're going to see some massive changes here in the not so distant future. So let's just pray for that. And uh, I pass the talking stick back to you, Caroline. All right. Thank you so much, Micah. Randy, did you have an update? We're just doing brief ones and then we'll go on to Rama's My, news update. Go ahead. Mine's going to be brief. I'm going to do a, a two or three second meditation. We'll get my video and or my audio ready. All right. Okay. That's fine. Um, I don't know. Rama, do you quickly want to, uh, Rama and Tara, give your, just your energy update at the moment while we're waiting, waiting for Randy, unless he's already ready. No, I'm ready now. Okay. All right. Perfect. Go ahead, Randy. It has to be understood. When you see today sitting here, as I spoke last week, the war in the Middle East imminent. Americans and Illuminatis have decided we're going to rob the Iran Central Bank. Every effort is getting made to stop this. And the only thing is, I can say, those who play the game will pay the game. We will make sure if any excursion to damage Iran happens through our technology and our will, without damaging us all, we bring those nations to more primitive levels than when the man came out of the cave. I do not make a threat, but I delivered a technology that living in those countries will become as you lived in the Stone Age. Those who start a war will have to understand the time of war is over. Those who thought they're going to make profit, they find a very different profit. My advice goes to the American administration and their work, and the same with Israelis. You play with man, we play with creator. He, from making such a move, because in a way, is the wrong move. The war which started by Hamas was paid by the Israelis to start the war by Hamas to create the present condition. So all ends up with the same. And we handle the same through the knowledge, technology, and at the same time, knowing what is to come. That's it. Could you hear it well? Yes, I got most of it. Uh, I will try to find a transcript for that, see if I can get it to Penny. A transcript would be fantastic. Thank you so much, Randy, because I think that Mr. Cash was making some astounding insights and also has inside information, you might say, uh, and higher level information. So that was Mehran T. Cash, Iranian inventor and scientist, everyone, if you didn't recognize his voice. And um, he has phenomenal 
connections with uh, benevolent ETs and and higher technologies and also understands a lot going on politically in the world. So that's enlightening. Thank you so much, Randy. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. I pass you back the talking stick. All right. Thank you so much. And um, Raman Tara, um, if you would like to give your energy update and then Rama's uh, White Knight News Report. We are ready to hear it. Sure as heck we are. <laughs> well, greetings. Greetings. Well, who wants to start? Rama? Me? What? <laughs> you can talking to... Well, Tigger says, I'll do it. <laughs> no. Um, that was a very interesting comment um, Mr. Kesh made about how... Iran um, was making it very clear, hands off, and then how um, um, the uh, hologram of Netanyahu entered the scene with what is the entitled Hamas. And the first thing I thought of is that Joe Biden backed everything that uh, the hologram of Netanyahu was setting up and denied everything about the truth of what Hamas symbolizes. And to my perception, Hamas symbolizes um, Custer's last stand, you might say. That, uh, and I remember every faction three white knight report that I hear about this kind of thing. As war is never the answer, never. And you know, tit for tat. I mean, come on, shake, shake hands. Jake, (laughs) (laughs) it's time for a complete truce. It is time for the enactment of Masara law. It is time for a whole new uh, direction, and the only way is up. (laughs) Earth is already ascending um, in order for us to, I mean, this is where with the enjoyment of of the wealth, the true wealth, of this beautiful land. And we have been told that within one month, post the enactment of Nasara law, this planet will look its its original beauty, that anything that was done in any way, shape, or form that was unaligned with that law of one that you started this program off with, Caroline, is canceled within a month. I'm just looking forward. What do you have? Want to put your two cents in, Caroline, to that one? Oh, I agree 100%. I think that, you know, what Will stated and what you're stating right now is um, true blue. It's There's no argument there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I think periodically I remind myself of what you're saying about how the ETs will be able to help us. Our Star Nation's families will Help us clean up this planet within one month. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
It's all easy. It's easy peasy. Love is the answer. Uh, <laughs> Rob might pass the talking stick for whatever. Um, I just wanted to bring to the forefront we really are requiring to pay VBS radio at this time. We are very much behind and we're not able to get basics well, on the at this time. On the positive note, we only need $40 more to pay for the first week of this month to BBS radio plus a $50 extra to move toward completing what we had to use for bills for the car repairs in February. And as we, in other words, it's $309 combined, the $259 plus the $50, $309 per week. Yet when we get to the third week, we only need $37, I believe it is, in the fourth week. Uh, and we'll be done with February completely by the fourth week. And it seems like it's symbolizing something, too, because I don't know, but I'm just hearing, I am hearing, we're all hearing in the reports on a weekly basis that Rama's giving here, is that, are we ready for peace? Are we ready? Uh, as Aurora Ray says that at the end of her writings every time she says are we ready for ascension and i say yes i am yes we can ditto ditto and whether others know it or not nobody wants to do this anymore nobody wants war it's this is the old empire thinking that they can keep everybody like ducks in a row to do pavlov's dog and ascension is just all the more prevalent amongst us. And the animals are sitting here saying, yes, 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 yes. We've got Tigger and, and uh, Tegan and White Paw, and they're all, yes, we're all here. And Marama, um, I think you should read what we have for the week. Okay. Um, this starts out on the 20th is Holiness. The Dalai Lama talked with about the usefulness of Buddhist thinking in developing peace of mind at his residence in Dharmasala on October 20th. There's a little video about that. And then this starts on Friday the 20th. I went and received the treatment from Ranamu at 10.50 this morning. She used the laser rays, the lasers of the seven rays, Excalibur blue, the rose pink ray, the sunshine yellow ray, white fire core bean ray, the emerald green ray, the ruby rose ray, and the violet ray of St. Germain. She automatically ran these seven rays up and down over my seven major chakras. I fell asleep for about an hour. Then Ranamu said to me, 
Lord Rama, this story is at an end, period. <laughs> Udo is digging up all the dirt and bringing it to the surface. As we approach this lunar eclipse full moon, Scorpio comes into play, as well as Venus. Everything that is unlike love is being turned up and transformed. The Pleiadians, the Andromedans, they are all here. They are family. This time, we get to know the other side of our family. They may not look like us, yet we are all family. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Satnam Namaste, blaze the light of fire. And this is Saturday, the 20th, 21st. I sat with 21 deer and 16 crows at 11.13 this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, we have created a Jedi Council for you to participate in. They literally cornered me up this dirt road off of old Santa Fe Trail, and I just had to get out of the car, sit down, and talk with them. The humans are out of control. They need more light and love. They are focused on money, power, and control. The light coming in from the sun is teaching us about love and compassion for all sentient folk, even the crystal people. Go in peace and share our message of light and love. Satnam Namaste, place of violet fire. And this is Monday. I went and sat with three deer and four crows at 10.30 this morning near St. John's College. They all said to me, Lord Rama, go and sit in the plasma field. There's a message waiting for you. Mm -hmm. So I went and sat in the plasma field at 11.10 this morning. The plasma field said to me, let's hook you up to Ranamu. Then the plasma field hooked me up to Ranamu via the plasma field's link to the internet, believe it or not. Then Ranamu said to me, Lord Rama, lay back in the water and let the lasers work on you. Then I had rainbow-colored rays coming out of the plasma field into me. Then the plasma field said to me, Do I have a story for you, Lord Rama? The field began with, um, and We must heal our shadows. Pluto and Venus are helping to do this right at this moment with the current, with the current technology. This is a very ancient story. In the Middle East, there are anomalies, and there is a moving portal there. It is like the Bermuda Triangle. People can go, let's say, to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem, and suddenly they disappear. They have actually talked about this on Ancient Aliens. There is like a Bermuda Triangle sort of field in the Middle East, and there's one in Alaska. There's one in the Golden Triangle in Vietnam, Laos, Thailand. 
these are all ancient portals that the galactics use to this day and I would say in and of itself the portals are letting us know that they're active and it is about tuning to the right frequency, sound, color, light, vibration activates the portals in of themselves um It is not without this being, um, people can go, let's say, to the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem and suddenly they disappear. It is not without this being in their Akashic records, you know, to go through that disappearance. They may have that in their storyline. No, choicefulness. All yeah. All choice, yeah. The ancient portal goes back 200,000 years. And at that time, the Anunnaki warlords, mothers, when they were children, created a rift in the fabric of the space-time continuum. That rift is almost healed completely. What we are watching now are the last moments of that rift. Currently, what we're seeing between... Israel and Gaza and I just keep being told the US and Israel put this together and Hamas was infiltrated by the Mossad, by the Shin Bet, by other black operatives from our deep state who you know hate the politicians to look the other way and you know, the blood flows. What can I say? Some of those Ways. guns are going to be reaching a point where they won't work anymore. That's right. We're getting really close to that energy being present on the planet. Yeah. yeah. What we are watching now are the last moments of that rip. As we move more and more into Sat Yuga, this rip is no more. The ancient peoples from that time are back here now, working out their stuff. The Sunni people are descendants of the Anunnaki, direct descendants. The Shia people from northern Gaza, uh, Palestine, into Iran, they are more of the Sufi lineage. And it's an interesting history that we don't know enough about. And it's been twisted by our deep state and the politicians in this country. I mean, if you study Supi Sam and Rumi and the teachings of the Sufis, it is a very high path. Um The ancient peoples from that time are back here now, working out their stuff. Pluto is the Roman name for that planet, otherwise known as Hades. That's the Greek name. The king of the underworld and oldest son of Kronos in Rhea, another name for Earth. That is the Greek legend of the 12 Titans. Zeus was one 
of the sons of Kronos. Neptune was another son of Kronos. This is a very ancient story like Odin and Thor and his brother Baldur the Brave and Loki. All these folks are real people throughout our legends and they got kind of you know, put on the shelf and, you know, dust and <laughs> people call me crazy. Um, You're bringing back memories when uh, we were up in Canada and I was reading that story of Odin to oh, Micah. The Children of Odin. The Children of Odin. He read the whole book with uh, a wild story. <laughs> <laughs> Another name for Earth is digging up all the skeletons of the 13 families to be to be brought to the surface for all to see in the closet. The skeletons' unknown evil deeds are being outed by the shadows of the 13 families themselves. Mm-hmm. We currently see that going on with the fiasco uh, in the courts. As we go through this full moon lunar eclipse, remember all the angels and masters walk with us. This period of time, Halloween, Sawain, is the crack between the two worlds. Walk the path with the violet flame. We have one. Satnam Namaste, blaze violet fire. And right on the other side of Sawain, Halloween, it's all. Saints Day, and then we got our Souls Day, and off we go. And this is Tuesday, the 24th. I went and created a Jedi Council about halfway up the ski valley at 1046 this mid-morning. First Lady Nada showed up in the circle, then Tom, the ringtail cat, and Larry, Curly, and Moe soon followed. Then Mr. X and the Nameless Ones came in to complete the circle. They all said to me, Lord Rama, the 13 families are playing out their final card. They want to create enough of what is called psychic louche, or what is better known as fear, to attempt to paralyze people in their tracks with the illusion of power over love. They are responsible for creating in their illusionary matrix of control over the people. They are out of time, out of money. They are not out of love. All that is required is to ask and you shall receive. Mr. X at this point said to me, Lord Rama, this whole Gaza story is a dark, evil creation of our U.S. deep state. Hamas, also created by the U.S. deep state, was mm-hmm. infiltrated by another creation of the U.S. deep state in collaboration with Israel's deep state black ops, Shin Bet, Hamas, the other ABC agencies we don't get to know about in Israel where they go and, you know, assassinate people. They don't want talking any longer. Mm-hmm. And they do this all over the world connected with our, you know, 
so-called security forces. Uh, it's over now, Ralph. It's all over. Yeah, um, <laughs> then the nameless one spoke up and said to me, Lord Rama, this eclipse with Pluto and Scorpio in the mix is going to raise the energies in a very good way. Mm-hmm. They continued up here in the Wisak Valley. We have over 1,000 Tibetan lamas gathered with us and leading us in mantra chanting, invoking, invoking the mantra, Om Madne Padme Hum, which means I am the jewel in the lotus. As we chant, we are holding all of Earth Mother, her people, and all life here in the circle of support. Go and share the good news that our galactic family are all here on the ground with us. All we are saying is give peace a chance. Sat Nam Namaste, please, try the fire. And this is today, or Wednesday. I went and sat with 13 deer and nine crows today. Just above the spa, 10,000 waves, up in the mountain at 11.45. They were very hungry. Then three coyotes showed up. They let me pet them, and they nibbled a bit on the compost, and then they ran away. Then finally, a huge buck showed up. He looked me straight in the eye and let me take his picture. Then he vanished. Meanwhile, and then, uh, meanwhile, our son is going through many transfigurations. Tom and sweet Angelique the cat sent me pictures of the sun. And in one picture of the sun, half of the sun is blacked out. And NASA blacked out half of the sun. The reason why is there's this ginormous coronal hole and they didn't want folks to see it and somehow folks on the internet got a whole picture of it and um then later on i received the whole picture of the sun and there are two giant holes portals in the sun about which tom and sweet angelique the cat said to me lord rama there are many motherships coming through these huge portals in our sun sol. They are here in our solar system to help Mother Gaia raise herself up. Meanwhile, we are now in the window of this coming eclipse. Stay in the high heart. Satnam Namaste, blaze the fire fire. And this is today. I received a text message from Tom the Ringtail Cat and Sweet Angelique the Cat at 11.23 this morning. They said to me, Lord Rama, the sun still has these two huge coronal holes, portals in it. Yet today, those huge portals in the sun are much bigger than they were yesterday. Yesterday, many motherships were coming in via those portals and parking in orbit around, parking in orbit outside Mother Gaia's uh, 
parking outside Mother Gaia's orbit. That's right. Yeah. To offer support and energy to her for her to lift herself up. Today, many, many more motherships continue flowing in through these much larger portals, bringing many more galactic beings aboard them. The motherships and all the advanced galactic beings of light aboard them, Andromedans, Syrians, Pleiadians from far and wide, are coming in to assist Mother Gaia and her ongoing ascension process, as well as assisting all of us on Mother Gaia in our ascension process with her. Meanwhile, we are in to this window of this full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus, due on Saturday at 4.24 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the sun is in Scorpio at that time as well. We are letting you know the dark side is out of options. Save love. We are asking everyone to work with the crystalline gold particles coming in from the sun. Please stay in the high heart. Do not get caught in the political infighting. Instead, focus on the radiant energies pouring in. As you do that, you will see us. We of the galactic realms walk right beside you every day. I mean, I see them. (laughs) They wink. They know. Look with your inner eye and you will see us. See you in the light of the most radiant one. Sat nam namaste blaze fire. I pass it. And let's just encourage everybody to catch off and make contributions and really generous contributions because we're seeing that we're completing the old story and uh the enactment of the star becomes more imminent that way. So again, uh, $40 in the first week is complete along with $40 to finishing February. $309 does the same thing. $259 towards the uh, BBS radio program is then another $50. And then the third week, again, $309, $259 for BBS radio and the, the last full $50, and then the fourth week, we are already in, uh, it's uh, $259 plus, what did I say is left? Something like 37 more dollars, and we're done with February, and we'll be done with the month of um, uh, 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 October, and uh, as we were saying, Sao Wayne, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the meeting of the two worlds, it's where the veil is thinnest. Uh, everybody has come in with a bit of a veil, but this time, uh, we're fully anchoring the fifth dimension on earth and we're saying aloha to the third dimension. It doesn't mean our bodies are not here. But there's much more light in every cell. 
And I just wanted to say, as we can pay BBS radio in full, we are really behind in basics. And I need to make that real clear. I passed the talking stick. I'm getting very low on gas. I need to speak up. Yes, yes, yes. We can do this. All right. Thank you. And Caroline, do you want to say anything more or anybody else on the? I'm just wondering. The message was, and I agree, let's support Ram and Tara at this time, please, when we're so close to major shifts in, on this earth and, and already going through major shifts. But that line about work with the crystalline gold particles coming in, is that what you're saying, Rama? Can you repeat that part? Um, what they're telling me is to focus on those crystalline gold particles coming in. You can see them. Like in various times of the day, like mid-morning or sometimes like right around one or two, I can look at the sun and I see these beams, literally beams of light coming from the sun. And if you take your camera on your phone and kind of unfocus it and point it at the sun and you can see these beams they somehow the technology of the new uh, cameras on cell phones. I know that they're tooting that uh, iPhone 15. I don't even know what to think about it, but I am just seeing this both without a phone camera, with my plain eyes. These crystalline gold particles are coming in. And it's just so amazing. The animals see them too. And it's like, this is a gift from creator source. 93 million miles away is our sun. It's not very far away. And the light from the sun hits earth in eight minutes. And I just keep being reminded of Cryon's message I played last week, he talked about for four minutes, if we just sit for four minutes and meditate and bring in the energies, and as more and more and more people around the planet do that, for four minutes each day, it changes the planet exponentially and us. It's, it's it anchors uh Serapis Bay's energy, which is white fire core of being on the planet, and a new dispensation of higher vibrational patterns come to Earth. That's why all the stories out there don't listen to the news, turn it off, go outside, talk to the birds. Send good <laughs> vibrations. Send peace. Yes. Uh, uh, there's a picture that Rama was able to take of this massive, huge buck and the antlers on this one and something else. And it reminds me of the buck that was standing over me. I was sleeping uh, on Mount Shasta and um, I was with two other friends, but one saw this going on and went, Tara! and so I opened my eyes. And this huge buck, just like the one in the picture there, 
was looking in my eyes for about 30 seconds and standing right up over me. I was underneath the whole deer and he lifted his whole body up after he did that. And he jumped right off the cliff, straight down the mountain. And he knew exactly what he was doing. But what I realized when I, you know, kind of sat up and said, whoa, <laughs> as I was sleeping in his clover patch, which was his breakfast. <laughs> so it is time for that, which the messages are all about. And that is that all of the animal kingdoms are saying the humans have gone out of control. Let's declare peace. And inside the heart starts there, right, doesn't it? Uh, yes. All right, Caroline, is that good? Wonderful. Thank you so much. Very, very helpful. And um, Penny, I believe, has that transcript now of what Mr. Cash was saying. So we'll close with that. Go ahead, Penny. Okay, thanks. Um, We see sitting today, sitting here, as I spoke last week, the war in Middle East is imminent. Americans and Illuminatis have decided that they're going to rob the Iran Central Bank. Every effort is getting made to stop this. And the only thing is, I can say, those who play the game will pay the game. We will make sure if any excursion to damage Iran happens through our technology and our will, without damaging a soul, we will bring those nations to more primitive levels than when the man came out of the cave. I do not make a threat, but I deliver the technology that living in those countries will become as you lived in the Stone Age. Those who start Welcome a war will have to understand the time of war is over. Those who thought they're going to make profit, they'll find a very different profit. My advice goes to the American administration and their work, and the same with the Israelis. You play with man, we play with creator. Keep from making such a move, because in in a way, it is the wrong move. The war which started by Hamas was paid by the Israeli to start the war by Hamas, to create the present condition. So. All ends up with the same. And we handle the same through the knowledge, technology, and at the same time, knowing what is to come. And that's the end of the section. Okay. Well, that is, that's a lot to think of. We'll have to put that in writing. And yeah. uh, Well, I'll, I'll stick it in the notes and I may even just send it out to, well, this one, this this document, I can send out fairly quickly. <clears throat> all right, wonderful. Thank okay. you so much, Patty. Thank you to all our listeners and um, everyone contributing. Absolutely amazing. We're so full of thanks for mm. all our listeners and everybody who is has their eye on the prize, which is the freedom, uh, the liberation of this planet and our own ascension into the higher levels. And we we so give thanks to be here at this time. It's a huge honor, even if it feels very tenuous some days. 
So we send much love to everyone. Don, I think we're ready for the music. If you can bring bring that up for us. And we're just so full of thanks for all the support, all the support that Ram and Tara get, all the support that we as a show get. And um, we support you likewise. So many blessings, many mahalos. <laughs> Aloha, much love. And we hope to see you again next week on Night at the Roundtable. Namaste. Namaste.